Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the FPC Browns podcast. My name is Nick Swanson, and we are here with the last podcast before Browns football. So that's that's very exciting. We have Browns football next weekend. They will be taking on the Ravens week one. So that should be a very big, obviously very big opener, but it's a very big divisional game right off the bat. We're going to talk about that in a little bit right now. We are going to get to the cuts, all the training camp movements, all of that. The 53-man roster was finalized on Saturday. So we'll go through right now and figure out who was cut, and then we'll also go through and see who was brought on as the brought on to the practice squad. So first up, we'll start off with the quarterbacks. Quarterbacks on the roster are Case Keenum and Baker Mayfield, and the ones that were cut are Garrett Gilbert and Kevin Davidson. Davidson was the quarterback out of Princeton that really impressed at the Combine, or not Princeton. Was it Princeton? I think, actually, yeah. It was, okay, yes, it was out of Princeton. So, Garrett Gilbert, Kevin Davidson were the ones that were cut. No real surprise there. Case Keenum and Baker were both expected to make the roster. And generally speaking, it's not a great idea to have three quarterbacks on your roster. It's better to have one off of your practice squad that you can just sign during the season if need be. So good on them for only keeping the absolute necessities there. At running back, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and Dearness Johnson stayed, and Dontrell Hilliard and Benny LeMay were cut. It was a real battle between Dearness Johnson and Dontrell Hilliard for the RB3 spot, and Dearness Johnson looked amazing in camp. He cut weight. He looked bigger, faster, stronger. And so it was, it was a pretty easy decision for the Browns. So Dearness Johnson did make the cut over Dontrell Hilliard. Dontrell Hilliard, I believe, made the practice squad, but we'll, we'll check that in a little bit. We can pull that up. But moving on to the next position, fullbacks. The only fullback that was kept is Andy Janovich, and Johnny Stanton was cut. No surprise there. Janovich was always going to be the starter and was always going to make the roster. The tight ends, the tight ends that made it were Harrison Bryant, Steven Carlson, Austin Hooper, and David Njoku. Again, not a very big surprise there. It was... All of these guys were expected to make the team and just we're not sure whether Njoku is still here. 
in reality, Njoku is rumored to still potentially be on his way out. Not sure yet. Next up, we have the wide receivers. The wide receivers that made it are Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, Rashard Higgins, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Kaderil Hodge, and Jojo Natson. All of those guys were predicted to make it. I was kind of surprised with the Jojo Natson pick. I'm bigger on Damian Ratley, but I'm, I'm not surprised with the Jamarcus Bradley and the Taewon Taylor cut. Looks like that Natson got the bump because of just his availability. Ratley missed pretty much the entire camp with a groin injury and just fell out of the competition so that that seems to be why he was one of those players that did get cut but Natson will have to see if he actually gets any playing time this season the offensive line the players that were kept are Joel Batonio, Evan Brown, Jack Conklin, Nick Harris, Chris Hubbard, Kendall Lamb, Wyatt Teller, J.C. Treader, and Jedrick Wills. Players that were cut are Brady Aiello, Alex Taylor, John Toth, Michael Dunn, and Willie Wright. Again, no surprises here. All of the guys that were kept were expected to be kept for depth and obviously your starters being Batonio, Conklin, Harris, Slash Treader, Wills, and Wyatt Teller. Next up on the defensive end, the defensive line, we the players that were kept are Eli Anko, Adrian Claiborne, Jordan Elliott, Miles Garrett, Porter Gustin, Larry Ogunjobi, Sheldon Richardson, and Olivier Vernon. Players that were cut were Robert McRae, Chad Thomas, and Daniel Ekwale. Uh, again, no one surprised here. Olivier Vernon probably shouldn't be on the team, but he's not bad enough to be cut. He's more of a look for a trade either towards the deadline or before the season starts, which we only have a couple days for that. Next up, we have the linebackers. So the linebackers that remain on the team are Tay Davis, B.J. Goodson, Jacob Phillips, Malcolm Smith, Sione Takitaki, and Mac Wilson. The ones that were cut were Solomon Ajayi, Willie Harvey, and Montreal Mander, or, sorry, Meander. It, I don't think it was a great idea to cut Ajayi just because Wilson is going to be out for a couple weeks with the hyperextended knee. So the linebacking core is very thin as is with that injury doesn't help. So I'm surprised that they elected to cut three of the linebackers rather than two. We'll just have to see how that turns out. The corners that were kept are Kevin Johnson, Terrence Mitchell, MJ Stewart, Tavier Thomas, Denzel Ward, and Greedy Williams. The ones that were cut are A.J. Green, not that A.J. Green, Oklahoma State A.J. Green, 
Robert Jackson and Donovan Alumba. AJ Green, I think, is a still quality player. I believe he was signed to the practice squad. Not entirely 100% on that, but good player. If he is on the practice squad now, then that's great for them, especially with the injuries to Greedy Williams. He could potentially be called up at some point and contribute to the team if, God forbid, someone else goes down. Next up at safety, the... Safeties that remain on the roster are Ronnie Harrison, Carl Joseph, Sheldrick Redwine, and Andrew Sandejo. Obviously, you have Grant Delpit still there as well, but he's on the injured list, so they were able to keep an extra player in place of him. The players that were cut are Elijah Benton and Javante Moffitt. No surprise there. The safeties, although they're not great, they seem to have been a lock since camp began. The specialists that remain on the team are Jamie Gillian, fan favorite, Charlie Hewitt, and Austin Siebert. So, Siebert, Seibert, it's, it's not the best group, but especially at the kicker position, not the best, but, you know, serviceable, it works. So those are the players that are currently on the 53-man roster. Let's go check the players that were signed to the practice squad. So we'll see a couple of the players that I already mentioned that got cut. We'll see that they, that they brought back. So there are 14 people currently on the Cleveland Browns practice squad as of 10 hours ago, which is the most recent I can find. There are two open spots still, but haven't seen anything about anybody getting added there. So the players that were added to the practice squad are Johnny Stanton, the fullback, Corner, A.J. Green. Quarterback, Garrett Gilbert, in case an injury happens to either Keenum or Baker. Safety, Javante Moffitt, who we mentioned earlier. O-lineman, Bradley Aiello. He was... He played for the Ducks last year, Oregon Ducks. Corner, Robert Jackson. Running back, Benny LeMay, in case any of the running backs go down, which wouldn't be a surprise because running backs are pretty fragile just because of how much wear and tear they go through on a daily basis. Next up, we have... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Got your happy price, Priceline. So we had Dontrell Hilliard coming back. We have Jamarcus Bradley, wide receiver. And not sure if it's Montrell or Montreal man meander. I'm terrible with names, terrible at pronouncing them. But the linebacker comes back. Offensive lineman Michael Dunn. Linebacker Elijah Benton. Wide receiver Taewon Taylor. And the infamous, legendary, the man who single-handedly ended the Cleveland Browns franchise, place kicker Cody Parkey, is on the practice squad. There are still two open spots, so we're not so we're not sure if we'll see Eli Anko or Pharaoh Brown be added. We'll just have to wait and see. As for the first game, the first game, week one, it'll be, what day is it, the 13th? Yes, so next Sunday, the 13th at noon, it'll be on CBS, and this is going to be a really exciting game to watch, huge divisional opener. You'd like to see it as your home opener, just so that way you have a little bit of home field advantage, but it is in Baltimore. The biggest thing here is how the defense can stop the receivers specifically. I'm not worried about keeping Lamar Jackson from running. I'm not worried about J.K. Dobbins, Mark Ingram. I think Gus Edwards is still there, isn't he? I'm not I'm not worried about their running game. What I'm worried about is the passing game because of the extremely depleted secondary that the Browns are dealing with. So you're you're hoping that Marquise Brown or Mark Andrews, Willie Sneed, any of those guys you're hoping that they don't torch you for 120 yards because this is at this point with the injuries this is a bad Cleveland Browns secondary no sugarcoating it nothing like that this is bad so a lot of pressure will be put on Baker Mayfield to keep the team in the game we saw how Baker did last season under pressure and it wasn't great if he can improve on that then I think that they have a realistic shot of potentially winning this game. If they do, it'll be close. It won't be a blowout. This will be a close game if the Browns were to win. Now, the Ravens, I could see if Lamar continues to play at that MVP level, I could see Lamar rushing for 70 yards and throwing for 260 whether he throws any interceptions, no clue. I don't think he will. I think Lamar will be on the top of his game, and I do think that the Baltimore Ravens will win this game. And I think home field advantage will have some factor to it. But what happens if they do win this game? If the Browns do win this game, 
then they have all the momentum. You beat, without a doubt, the best team in your division, week one, on their home turf. That gives you all of the advantages for the rest of the for the rest of your divisional play because realistically they are your only competition at this point the Steelers we aren't sure what they are we know for a fact what the Ravens are we know they are a run heavy emergency pass offense if the Browns can pull this pull this win out then that forces Baltimore to be on their A game for the matchup in Cleveland because that game will be for the division. The Bengals, not worried about. I think the Bengals will be, I don't know, 6-10 and 10 maybe at best. If this Browns team plays anything above decent, then this should be a playoff team and they should beat the Ravens at least week one. And if that happens, they're set. You can you can pretty much chalk them up as a potential playoff team because that is your only obstacle. It is the Baltimore Ravens and the reigning MVP Lamar Jackson. But that's just my opinion. I'm not a head coach. I haven't seen what the guys are like in camp. I am not involved in the Baltimore Ravens organization. I don't know what they look like in camp. We're just going off of what we can hear from other people. But I do think the Browns are able to pull a win out of this. Do I think they will? I am leaning more towards the Ravens winning this game, but I do think there is a good chance that the Browns do. But let me know what you guys think. We're going to be doing a game-by-game preview like this every week before the games. So next Sunday we'll do, or this coming Sunday, slash for your Monday episode, which is what it'll be, you guys will be getting the preview of the Bengals game. Again, if the Browns win that game, that'll be huge. Absolutely huge because you'll go up two, you'll go up two wins in your division and you'll be 2 and 0 starting off the season. That's great. You want to start off the season right, especially with a new coaching staff. You brought in some potentially high-powered rookies to add to that offense and to that defense. This should be a very very fun season. I can't wait for it. But that's all that we have for today. There's really nothing else to report, nothing else going on. Obviously, shout out to Mary-Kate Cabot for all of her great work, for everything that she's done keeping us up, or keeping me updated with everything going on in camp. Big shout out to her. And thank you all for listening. Thank you all for tuning into the last episode. It was the Vontae Mack No Matter What episode. That one we had a lot of support on. I know that it was a heavy-hearted episode, but we're going to try and get back into the more fun, exciting, happy episodes because football is back. Make sure you turn in, tune in Thursday. We've got the first game of the year. This is going to be great. 
going to get my game pass set up for Sunday and or Sunday ticket. So that way we have all the games going, see everything that we can see. And yeah, uh, other than that, thank you guys for all the support. Go follow us on Twitter at FPC underscore Browns. Follow me on Twitter at NSwanson Media. Go ahead and like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on Spotify and Stitcher, all that jazz. And just stay safe, everybody. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.